0: We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing from black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in New York City. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all.
1: He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes.
0: Welcome to Debates on Tap presents Football the Show. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a
1: 56 yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Oh my goodness. Fair season's going to end on a double doink.
0: Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team.
1: Oh, Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey
0: Weinstein.
1: Do you remember in middle school when you had like a short day? Uh-huh. And Yeah, I was pretty short in middle school, so yeah, I had a lot of those. Every day was a short day. Mm-hmm. And you, you went to P.E., and you guys played like a like dodgeball or something, something just fun, and right started off. One kid got hurt, and the teacher oh, yeah. was like, "Oh no, that's not good." All right, well, we'll keep playing. And on the very next play, twelve <laughs> other kids got hurt. That was this week in the NFL.
0: Yeah, this week was uh, insane for the NFL. Speaking of, welcome to our NFL weekly show, breaking down each week of the NFL. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. Nice. We're the debates on Tats, boys. Minus Pork Cheek. Minus Pork Cheek Vargas. Um, yeah, this week, um, the theme of this past week for week two of NFL was uh, injuries. There's a lot of them. Yeah, it was insane. A lot of a lot of folks went down. I would say the biggest impact uh, so far is probably the San Francisco 49ers, because I think just about everyone on that team is injured right now. So Oh, no. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Uh, we'll, as we kind of talk about a couple things, we'll uh we'll break down some stuff and see what shakes loose. Yeah. Brian, you're you little little fired up today, aren't you? Yeah,
1: I got to move past it, though. can't dwell on it. (laughs) We talked about Woosah for a while.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm just going to plow through, plow ahead. That's right, we are. Uh, Like we talked about last week, we're
0: not going to break down every game, but there's a couple games I think we're going to talk about here and there. Mainly, we're going to talk about Chiefs and Chargers, which was an absolutely bananas game from start to finish. Um, And then as well as we're going to do our picks for next week. So we're going to break that down here in a second or two.
1: That Chiefs and Chargers game. Are oh, we going right into that one? I, I guess so. <laughs> it was uh, it was rough. It was rough. We had a lot of penalties. We had one penalty in week 1 and this week we had like six.
0: We had several penalties, uh, big theme on the defensive side of the ball. I think they met before the, the game started and they said, "Guys, do you want to tackle today?" And they said, "No. You know, I don't want to tackle today."
1: I did notice a couple of missed tackles were Juan Thornhill. And he was a great tackler last year. I think, I think he's uh, still a little skittish. I
0: think he's a little. He's getting there. He's he's ramping up a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, so
1: well, it's the second game. It's literally right. like the second game. And we have
0: to remember the injury bug hit us. We were without uh, Kalen Saunders, Travaris Ward. Start out the game um rough pumpkins and then frank clark left during the game got that
1: weird dehydration illness right
0: alex okafor another defensive end he was out with a hamstring injury before the game even started so as the game kind of wore on it it was kind of a war of attrition almost
1: yeah we lost some folks
0: and then uh i think thankfully nothing's too serious thank god but um uh it took a a, a three quarters for mr patrick mahomes a second to wake up and uh go okay
1: i don't even know that he woke up I think he had a great sleep throw to Tyreek. Uh,
0: yeah, I, it was, it was bananas because, um, I mean, he straight up said in the post game things, you know, the first few quarters, um, they all kind of talked about this. The energy was kind of low going into the game. Um, uh, but you know, eventually they kind of all got woke up and kind of, kind of started playing a little you bit better. You come so. in
1: week one, you do you, you all but dominate, right. Uh, division of, well, a conference opponent Correct. who made the playoffs and was a fa- almost a favorite to beat us. Yes. Uh, you you come out in week one, dominate them without a preseason with a limited off season. Right. You got your confidence high. You kind of cruise into week two, knowing that the chargers are not really high on anyone's list. Right. And coming with a lot your, of injuries, things like that too. You let but, your guard down. And we needed that to happen before we play the Ravens next week. I, I think so.
0: And I think uh, this would be a big kick in the pants and kind of a wake up of like there, here's some very basic things we need to work on. Like I, I, I think this game goes a lot differently if the tackling was better, and a couple scheme things on defense. defense played overall fine. You know, um, I am very surprised at how well Justin Herbert played. He looked really good. Had really great flashes. He had two just awful rookie mistakes of taking a sack when he should have thrown away, and then his the interception. interception where he should have just jogged to a first down. But other than that, I, I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see how Justin Herbert plays out. Um, surprisingly, Anthony Lynn, the, the head coach for the Chargers, he has said that they're going to stick with Tyrod once Tyrod's healthy, which I'm kind of surprised that they're going to do that. But we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see we'll how see that shakes Yeah, I don't know. It goes ahead. Um, so yeah. So thank God. And then also we can't help but mention Mr. Harrison Butker, who kicked three 50 yard fifty-yard, fifty-plus-yard field goals
1: in a row. He, he kicked a fifty-five and then or a fifty-three and then two fifty-eights.
0: Yes, he kicked a uh, yep. Yeah. And let me tell you, in a empty stadium empty dome stadium for Anthony Lynn to try to call a timeout and ice the kicker. That was strange. In perfect conditions. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, what do you, why, why would you do I that? I mean, icing the kicker statistically doesn't work anyway. NFL head coaches. If you're listening to this statistically, <laughs> what do you mean if I, all of you who are icing the kicker does not work. Calling a timeout before the kick, before the ball is hiked for a kicker to kick the ball does not work. How many times have we seen them miss it on the ice and then they make it and then they make it. It's a practice shot. Like, yeah. Come on. Especially in perfect conditions in a dome. Like, yeah, insane but anyway so harrison butker uh he talked he gave a funny interview afterwards where he said um with each kick he made he was just getting progressively more upset and mad and then he said as soon as they try to ice him he was like i'm kicking the shit out of this ball <laughs> and like, he did nothing dude. he said he made he kicked a 70 yarder and at halftime warm-ups yeah he like, had more leg to go on that yeah, thing. the man is the man is crazy so uh, we're just going to highlight a, a couple games i have three major ones that i that i want to talk about um, and a couple of like, I think one or two just smaller ones I want to talk about, but, but mainly man, uh, the game that was the craziest game for me this weekend was Cowboys and Falcons. That game was insane. You had the Falcons who were up 28 to 10. I believe it was, um, at halftime, they, they absolutely dominated. Um, Cowboys had three turnovers, I believe in the first quarter and Falcons were just capitalizing all over the place the the Cowboys couldn't get anything. I mean, those are the Falcons capitalized all over the place. And the Cowboys just couldn't get anything done. It was an insane game. And then after halftime, that's whenever all hell broke loose. (laughs) Falcons lost their momentum. They did score. They they scored uh, uh, 19, 20 more points. Um, But basically, it it was just all all nuts. Um, Julio Jones had a huge drop for an easy touchdown on a trick play that just bounced out of his hands. It was crazy. Um, And then I don't know if... I'm, I'm assuming most people have seen this, but if you haven't, search... Cowboys Falcons onside kick. And you will see the most preposterous thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: It was insane.
0: Because not only did the ball do a perfect little putt to where it needed to go, but the Falcons players rather than just jumping on it, which they're allowed to uh, before 10 yards, the Cowboys players are the only ones who can't jump on the ball until until it travels 10 yards. Fox players just watched it.
1: They just let it travel. go to 10 yards. I think and they then, were wanting it to go out of bounds before I think, the not I don't, I don't
0: know if they thought it was going to go out of bounds, or it, it looks like they were they in their they just brain farted and thought they too had to wait the 10 yards before they could touch the ball. And it was bananas. Maybe because it wasn't a normal
1: onside kick. It was that
0: Maybe weird I, spiral. I don't know, but that was crazy. Uh, so Falcons had that game in the bag and then just let. Dak Prescott and Ezekiel put the game on their back and just go nuts. Uh, it was crazy. I, I, I just can't <laughs> like it was. It was well, nuts. If
1: only they had a blueprint to model not blowing a huge. I know. Lead it's on. almost
0: like they were in a big game situation a couple years ago and did the same thing. Weird. Hmm. But yeah, so that that game was nuts. Uh, I highly recommend it. it. The you can search on YouTube, Cowboys Falcons. Just the highlights from that game were nuts because there were some crazy throws by. Dak Prescott Amari uh, Cooper and Michael Gallup that were just insane. Um, but also just watching how that game played out was just bananas. Um, I also want to talk about the Ravens and Texans. Uh, that game was a lot of fun to watch. Um, the Ravens defense capitalized on back-to-back turnovers and the Texans just couldn't recover after that. Uh, we know this about the Ravens is that, you know, they're, they're definitely a play out in front team. If they can jump out in front of you, they will coast that and take that lead and then just go from there. And That's exactly what they did. They uh, the first big thing, what I think believe was a fumble uh, that was recovered for a touchdown by the Texans, and then uh, Deshaun Watson threw an interception that set them up on really good field position too. Um, but they sure tried. The offense, uh, the Texans' offense, moved the ball, and their defense got some stops. They held them to, I think they they forced the Ravens to kick four field goals, which I think is. For the, for that Ravens offense, that's that's a that's a
1: big deal. Yeah, you take out those two short field turnovers. Correct,
0: and, and I think that that's a that's a big damn deal. Uh, but again, let me talk about it. catching up to the Ravens is really tough. Um, the Ravens D kind of has the same issues that they had last year in that uh, pass their passing defense in the middle of the field is is very suspect, as well as they they got pressure on Deshaun Watson ever so often, but it wasn't consistent pressure. You know what I mean? Um, so a lot of questions in the middle of the field for the for the Ravens D, which I think. Is going to help out the Chiefs a lot next next week, which we, we can highlight a little bit later. Um, also, through the first two weeks, um, I, I also want to preface this by saying I, I really don't think for a lot of teams in this league that we're going to get a full picture of most teams until like three to four games into the season, you know? I think a lot of teams are still gelling and getting their, their feet under them, like schematic-wise and scheme-wise and things like that. I'd say four at yeah, the minimum. I would say, yeah, at least a month. But through two games... The, the Ravens' offense looks a lot like it did last year. Um, uh, there's a lot of passes over the middle, a lot of like very good passing routes by the tight end and some wide receivers, things like that. Um, Houston and Cleveland, they both did a solid job to slow down the run, um, but they couldn't cover the middle of the field and everything went to hell in the fourth quarter. Um, <laughs> She's got shit to say. Uh, it's okay, I know. Um, but but saying all that Cleveland has no secondary and they have really bad linebackers while Houston also has a bad secondary and really bad linebackers. Um, so yeah, so even though they, they did a really good job through three quarters, Houston did of stopping the run for the Ravens. It wasn't until the fourth quarter that they really, really blew up. Um, the Ravens offensive line seems to be getting a little bit worse. They're, they're allowing a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson and he was under duress quite a bit. He got sacked, I think four or five times. And he also led the team in rushes, which I think is kind of bananas.
1: I feel like he always does. I,
0: I I think he does too, but you have Mark Ingram. You just drafted J.K. Dobbins, who looks really good. You got three. You have th- Gus Edwards. Yeah,
1: guys who they use all the time. Like
0: I, I don't think that Lamar Jackson should be rushing sixteen times a game. Like Probably that's not. that's crazy. Um and so yes, yeah, so they have phenomenal backs. No receivers were over fifty yards for the Ravens. Uh Mark Andrews, I think, had close Over a hundred yards or close to a hundred yards, so that's about kind of tells you just a lot about about what's going on with them. Also, uh, a crazy game from Monday night: the Saints and Raiders. Uh, Brad guy and I both picked picked the Saints to beat the Raiders. Um, It was a wild game to watch because I I I don't know if something is wrong with Drew Brees or if they just really miss Michael Thomas a lot. But Drew Brees unleashed it a couple times. Uh, His fastball doesn't look as good. He threw in front of the sticks a lot like they needed a third and eight and they would get a third and five like five yards it, it was crazy um they also had 10 penalties for 129 yards yards which i think is just that's too many insane they were just gifting the, the the raiders first downs um carr also didn't look that great i mean uh again darren waller was his big target um i think uh, i read something funny that um despite Derek Carr passing for, I think, three touchdowns and things like three touchdowns. Darren Waller had 103 yards, while the next receiver on the team had 42 yards.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what we're seeing with these teams, especially early on, is you right. just have to figure out how to cover their big athletic tight end. Correct. Once you do, probably it's probably game It's going to be a little tough, especially
0: since, I mean, we everyone knows Darren Waller is uh, Carr's big target. He is very tall, very fast. Um once the Saints kind of picked up on that towards the end of the game or double covering Waller, that's when everything's kind of started to turn a little bit. But again, I again, I think there's something really off about the Saints offense. So see that that was that was pretty crazy. Um so speaking of that, I mean, uh Saints are my my big pick to go to this to the Super Bowl after watching that Seahawks Patriots game from Sunday night. I'm kind of thinking the Seahawks are uh, are primed and
1: ready, baby. I don't want to say that I think I picked the Seahawks. I think but you I'm did. I'm pretty sure I you picked ha- the Seahawks. You, I'm pretty sure. We'll have to go back to the tape, but I'm pretty if sure. If we sure. can get a Mahomes-Wilson Super
0: Bowl, <laughs> that would be God, that would be a so lot much of fun. Because they're actually, I mean, they're letting Russ, Russ cook, which I, I love so much. Um, but I was kind of surprised because uh, Cam Newton and the Patriots offense uh, played fairly well. They kept pace with them. And it was a, a giant goal line stop that
1: basically stopped the Seahawks from, yeah, from taking Yeah, they did game. a design run to Cam from like – it was like three yards it out. Was something, yeah. Which right. is too far for a designed run to <laughs> where you know it's <laughs> going to go. Like.
0: And they blew it up to me. So, again, the Seahawks' uh, offense looks phenomenal, really great. Let let Russell Wilson do his thing. He can do it. He threw for five touchdowns, which yeah. is insane. Um, I guess my big, big concern is – not concern because it's only week two, so let's let things get kind of – moving and cooking a little bit, but I'm really curious how the Seattle, Seattle defense is going to coalesce. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, um, so moving on, um, we're going to talk about next week, big week, three predictions and things like that. Um, First up on the docket is the Thursday night game, which is Miami and Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is going to win this game. Uh, I don't think there's too much that's going to fool us about about that game. Miami is,
1: they're playing fine. They're but.
0: playing fine, but Jacksonville's just so much fun that I think that they're just going to take over and they're, they're in Jacksonville, so I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And
1: Fitzpatrick talks shit on Gardner Minshew's but facial hair. Mustache. There. God,
0: dog, man. How, how can you do that? Uh, next big game. She also... Jeez, I don't know. She's picking Jacksonville? Yeah. I think she's saying Duval. I think that's what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, next big game is... uh We got Chicago at Atlanta. Not a big game. Not a big game at all. But uh, I think this is Atlanta. Atlanta's game to take. Uh, yeah. I think their offense is... Looking good, cooking. Uh, Chicago, even though Chicago has come out to a 2-0 start, um, Mitch Trubisky is still making weird, weird mistakes. He has flashes of just what? like, that dude gets it. Other times he's like, I, what's he doing? I don't get it. So I, I think we're both going to stick with the Falcons there.
1: Buffalo's taking it from the Rams. I,
0: I think this is probably my I, my most fun game to watch.
1: Marquee noon matchup
0: I for me. I think so. Is, uh, we have the Los Angeles Rams playing at the Buffalo Bills. I think Buffalo Bills are going to take this game. Um, if they try to show us the next game, I'm gonna lose it. I know. Um, Josh Allen looks phenomenal. Looks like he's having a shitload of fun out there. Um, I think the Rams—they are they're, they're not. They had a—they have weird games where, where again, that first game of the season, they were—they're were kind of cooking and things like that. But still, the Cowboys kept pace with them, and then they blew out um, uh, last week the the Eagles and things like that. So I'm curious what the Rams look like against someone like the Bills. But but yeah, I, I think the Buffalo is going to take that one. Next game, which I think is going to be, is Washington football team versus the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'm picking the Browns for this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Washington football team, just A, so we have a little discrepancy. But I think uh, Chase Young is going to make Baker's life pretty rough. I
0: I think, yes, I think that defensive front is going to be a lot to handle. But I think, I, I don't think Dwayne Haskins has it. He still doesn't quite... He's not pushing them where they need to go. You hey, know what I mean? Didn't
1: the Browns let Cincinnati score like 30 fucking points? That was like,
0: that was all garbage <laughs> time. <trying.
1: laughs>
0: there's, <a laughs> the, the Browns defense is not good, but I, I think as long as Baker is doing what they need to, they made the adjustments they needed to for Thursday night. I, I'm hoping that it lasts and, and keeps up with it. Um, we have Tennessee Titans at Minnesota Vikings. Um, I'm I think gonna, I'm, I'm going to go put, with, I'm, a, at, what, what do you think? I think I'm going to go with Tennessee. Tennessee. I, I too am gonna to go with the Tennessee Titans. I think the Vikings, if you watch the game against the Colts last week, it was god awful. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins had I think at, at halftime he had a zero passer rating. It was brutal. Yep. It was bad. Nothing was working for him. I, I don't know. Um I think Tennessee will be just enough too much for him. Shit, to Tannehill
1: had four touchdown pros right.
0: against Jacksonville. Yeah, it was crazy. Um then we have the Las Vegas uh Raiders at New England Patriots. I'm picking Pat's. Yep. Here's what you think.
1: Nope. It's going to be patched. They're going to get outcoached and uh, Cam's going to outplay their defense. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Because even despite um, uh, Drew
0: Brees not looking that great for New New Orleans, they only sacked him, I think, one time. Not a lot of pressure in his face. It was it was, it was was interesting. Right. So the Las Vegas defense is not living up to kind of what they need to. Um, then we have San Francisco 49ers, which you talked about has... A shitload of injuries. I don't even know if Jimmy G is going to play in this game. I know. Um, Against the New York Giants, who lost Saquon Barkley, too. Um, This one's kind of a crazy one. I I think just coaching-wise, I think San Francisco has it. But I could see this game.
1: I could flip a coin on this one, I think. I could, too, at this point, with how many people San Fran loses. But I'm going to go safe bet. I'm going to go San Fran on this one. Yeah,
0: I think I'm going to stick with San Francisco. But... I saw this really interesting comparison where people were talking about all the injuries and things like that. And I think it was Jeff Schwartz actually, who talked about Joey, uh, uh, Nick Bosa, uh, going down for that, for that 49ers defense is a bigger deal than like Saquon Barkley going down. Um, because especially like, uh, Solomon Thomas also went down for the 49, yeah. which is gigantic. So they're in D Ford. They don't even know when he's going to play again. Um, so that defense is decimated. Um, but I think they're going to get George Kittle back. Um, I am haven't heard anything about if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play or not, which I, I don't expect him to, but oh boy. Giants
1: so, are one of the few teams that I would pick, that I wouldn't pick against San Fran at this moment in time. At this
0: moment in time, correct. But, but I could see this game going either way. I would not be surprised if we came back and had an L in this column. So yeah. Uh, then we have the Cincinnati Bengals playing the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are just, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what's happening with them. They're being very strange. They're being very strange. Carson Wentz is not stepping up in winning games, playing well. I think the Bengals, this is going to be their first win. I'm picking the Bengals.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pick the Bengals too.
0: Um, I think Joe Burrow, as he's getting the system down, even though the offensive line is actually trying to kill him, um, he is playing very well. The defense is doing what they can, but I mean, it's it's going to be the Joe Burrow show. And I think Philly is just, just lost at sea right now, and I think the Bengals are just getting him at the right time. Yeah. Um, then
1: we have the Houston Texans playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Texans are going to continue their slide. Yeah, and they're going to lose against the the Steelers. I think after this game, I think that's when we need to start keeping an eye on the Texans, and they might start I making think so. a surge for it. But right now, they're not going to compete with that Steeler defense. No,
0: I think the Steeler defense is going to take them to town because the offensive line for the Texans is is pretty bad, um, as well as the defense. Houston defense just overall is just uh, they're not clicking yet. So. Yeah. I think the Steelers are definitely going to take it to them. Uh, then we have the New York jets at the Indianapolis Colts, New York jets who were, I think in my, if I were making new power rankings, the jets would be at 32. They're just a loss cause right now. So, yeah. uh, I would be surprised. I'm flipping. I think when we first started this whole endeavor, I said I would be surprised if Jacksonville won any games. Now I'd be surprised if the jets won any games at all. So I'm picking Indianapolis to win this game.
1: Yep. Uh, next we have the chargers and the Panthers. Uh, Panthers, Oof, boy,
0: are not great. No, and especially losing C-Mac. Yeah. If they still had C-Mac, I would I would lean Panthers. But
1: well, and after seeing Justin Herbert, so regardless of who right. starts, right. I think Chargers are going to win that one.
0: I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. Then we have Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing the Denver Broncos, who they lost Drew Lock and Cortland Court, Sutton. It's um, the Bucs. I think move it's on. Bucks. Yeah, that, that's not 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 much worth talking about there. Then we have the Detroit Lions who. Blew another lead to mm-hmm. lose against the Packers, who are on fire, uh, playing the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are going to win this Cardinals game. are going to th- annihilate them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be very bad. We have the Dallas Cowboys playing the Seattle Seahawks, another team who's on fire. Seahawks. Seahawks are going to blow the doors off Dallas, I think. Uh, Green Bay Packers. This is a Sunday night game. Green Bay Packers playing the New Orleans Saints.
1: This will be a good one to see if their defense and breeze can pull it together. Yep. I don't think they will. I don't think so either. I think Rodgers is going to lead him to victory.
0: I think so. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I think we alluded to a while ago that Aaron Rodgers is on the Petty Tour right now. and yeah. He is showing Jordan Love. Don't even suit up for Sundays, my friend. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to take it from here. So, yeah, Packers are going to win that game.
1: Then the marquee matchup. The marquee matchup. Marquee matchup Monday, will say Football. This, Monday Night Football. This is one of the best... Uh, primetime weeks because you got Green Bay and this New a Orleans. Gr- this is a great one. Yeah, and then so you've got, you've got the two. What what could be there? I mean, at this point, you can say there's a chance that these are the two conference championships.
0: Right there, there are some very big games that I that I really enjoy uh, coming out of this day. But we have the Kansas City Chiefs playing the Baltimore Ravens.
1: Yeah, I think I think the Chiefs are gonna strap up their boots and start doing some work.
0: I definitely think that this week in LA kind of was a was not a wake up call cause it's still early in the season, but I think they're going to get over the hump of a couple injuries. Um, I think they're, they, they play really well against Baltimore anyway. Um, I would be, I, I, am picking the chiefs. I know well. we're homers. We are homers. I do see absolutely that this, this could has all the makings of a shootout, all the games they've had.
1: Didn't we lose to Ravens last year. Uh, in no the regular season. We, we beat the Ravens. We, we did. Okay. Yep.
0: But it was like 33 to 30. I think, um, we made, uh, Lamar Jackson's life as a passer last year really tough. They they ran all over us, sure. But uh we uh were really tough on Lamar Jackson passing wise to the point where he had those two like crazy help like toss up prayer throws that should have been interceptions, um, but they were they were caught. As well as in 2018, whenever uh, we played them late in the season in at, at Kansas City, uh they took us to overtime. You know, we we won an overtime. So yeah. that was that was a wild game.
1: You're gonna get a good game, I think, here, but I'll say, so for AFs for any Chiefs fans, Ravens fans, AFC fans, football fans, what you have here between the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Texans yep. are kind of what we had for years and years with the, <laughs> the Colts, the Patriots, and the Steelers. Correct. Absolutely. In my mind, the Ravens are more like the Steelers, where uh, right. Big Ben was fine. He's a very good quarterback, but he's not as good as the other two. He's not on that elite level, Correct. and he kind of needs his team around him, and that, to me, is Lamar Jackson. Right. So, with those three quarterbacks, I think we have a lot of fun to look forward to in the AFC. I would agree for the and, next couple of years.
0: And a big thing about the Chiefs game, too, we're getting Mike Pennell back. So, that is very exciting. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, last week, we're not keeping score, but this is just something we're just going to track. Okay. I just need a, do I need to get a whiteboard in here hanging Maybe out? Maybe if you want to. We keep tracking everything else. Uh, week two, uh, I was 12 and four in predictions. Bryg, guy was 10 and six. We just disagreed on, on two games. This week, we disagree on just one game the Washington and uh, Cleveland game. So, Really curious how that's going to work out. So. so
1: what I need to do is I need to start disagreeing with you more if <laughs> I'm going to have any chance. Because if we just keep doing the right. same
0: thing, I think. And and this this year is the season's so weird anyway that I think a lot of games are going to be fairly cut and dry. Like there's not a lot of wiggle room until maybe later on the season when a lot of teams kind of get their shit together. Um, but I think the next week or two of what what we're looking at is going to be pretty straightforward. I think. I think. And say I say that, and then shit's gonna get really crazy. yeah,
1: so. we'll we'll see nine more injuries to key <laughs> oh, players across the league, which sucks for San francisco. they they
0: played the Jets and got a ton of injuries on that field. Bitch shift out that field. They hate that field. They're going right back there to play the Giants again on that Why field. Why do they
1: fly home? Why uh, don't they just stay? I think
0: several players, a majority of players and coaches, think like they're staying on the East Coast. Okay. So I think oh, they're staying over there, but they're not flying back. But That's good. Uh, but yeah, but they hate that field. That, that field apparently is one of the worst in the NFL. So. Great.
1: Do we uh, play the Jets or the uh, Giants this year? I don't think we do.
0: Good. So yeah, thank God. Uh, but yeah, so that's been week two of the NFL.
1: Now we're moved on to week three. Can't wait to see what, what's in store. Uh, Braga, where can you find us? Uh, You can find us anywhere because of the internet. You can email us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Debates on Tap. Find us on Instagram, Debates on Pictures. Remember, listen to our other shows, Debates on Tap, every other Monday, and and another thing every Friday. And, of course, you'll hear the soothing tones of our friend Pork Cheek. Uh, And the other shows... They're great. A lot of fun. Love I would em. say there we do more bits on those shows <laughs> and we also explain what bits are. So if that's your thing, definitely tune in. And also I put it out on Twitter, but if anyone has any
0: questions, comments about this, about any of the NFL games, any weeks, any things you want us experts to, to answer, We'll definitely be happy to have those. Like we'd love to have them. So
1: you have to have ten thousand hours, right, to be an expert. I think so. We've been alive longer than that. Our both our dads watched roughly give the, or the take. NFL. So I'd say we're experts. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. But uh but thanks so much for listening.
0: Bye.